Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a podcast about Taylor Swift. Each episode, I go through a different song from Taylor's discography. I started with her debut album and will be going until, well, who knows at this point. For each song, I delve into the history behind the music, break down the lyrics, and talk about what the song means to me. Every so often, I invite a fellow Swifty to have these discussions with. Each episode finishes with the segments Taylor's Trends and this week's version of Taylor. Jump, fall, and become even more enchanted with Taylor alongside me. Are you ready for it? Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to thank Bella for being a guest on last week's episode. I had so much fun recording the story of us together, and hopefully she will be able to come back on the podcast for another episode at some point. Today's episode is a special one for me. It snuck up on me, but this is the 50th episode of a Swifty Snapshot podcast. Yes, I have done this for 50 episodes. It's crazy. When I started this, I never knew what it was going to develop into. And I am so thankful for this opportunity to talk about Taylor every single week. Thank you to everyone who has stuck with me to this point and listens every single week. Now, the 50th episode is episode eight of season three and the Speak Now era. Today's song is track number eight, Never Grow Up. It seems somewhat fitting for this to be the 50th episode song. This song was written by Taylor Swift. Never Grow Up was produced by Taylor and Nathan Chapman and released on the album on October 25th, 2010. Taylor said, Never Grow Up is a song about the fact that I don't quite know how I feel about growing up. It's tricky. Growing up happens without you knowing it. Growing up is such a crazy concept because a lot of times when you were younger, you wish you were older. I look out into a crowd every night and I see a lot of girls that are my age and going through exactly the same things as I'm going through. Every once in a while, I look down and I see a little girl who is seven or eight and I wish I could tell her all of this. There she is becoming who she is going to be and forming her thoughts and dreams and opinions. I wrote this song for those little girls. Taylor wrote the song when she was in her late teens, but during one of her performances, she dedicated it to the baby of one of her dear friends, model Jamie King, after she made Taylor the godmother of her new child. She said, I wrote it when I was like 18 or 19, but my friend just had a baby and she made me godmother of it. And I was holding this little baby the other night and I was just thinking differently. When you're holding onto something that's so innocent and so perfect and has no idea what's coming for it with the world, the world is going to throw so many things at you as we grow up. This song was also used in Lily's Walmart Christmas commercial in 2012. There aren't many live performances of Never Grow Up. It was performed on November 17th, 2011 on the Speak Now World Tour in Raleigh, North Carolina as an acoustic surprise song. It was performed in May 2013 on the Red Tour in Washington, D.C. as an acoustic surprise song. Taylor performed it on August 15th, 2015 on the 1989 World Tour in Santa Clara, California as an acoustic surprise song. And this was the performance that she dedicated to her godchild. The last performance we have of Never Grow Up was on July 13th, 2018 on the Reputation Stadium Tour in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania as the surprise song. 
the hidden message is, I moved out in July. Taylor mentions the new apartment she moved into and that it's, quote, so much older than I thought it would be. This line makes that even more meaningful because July is supposed to be very hot. Even so, Taylor is still cold. Let's get into the lyric breakdown for Never Grow Up. The introduction is a simple, slow, acoustic guitar melody. Verse 1. Your little hands wrapped around my finger and it's so quiet in the world tonight. Now, I'm not a parent. I don't know if I'll ever be a parent, but I can imagine this moment with a godchild as it was with Taylor or a niece or a nephew, or perhaps even imagining it with one's own child. This, this is powerful imagery here. I also like the sensation Taylor writes about a quiet world because Taylor is saying that in this moment, her whole world is this child. She's also pointing out the concept. There's a lot packed into these first two lines, but she is also pointing out the concept that children or babies don't have an accurate concept of what the whole world is. Their worlds are smaller. And so this lyric lends itself to that notion. Your little eyelids flutter because you're dreaming. So I tuck you in, turn on your favorite night light. To you, everything's funny. You got nothing to regret. I'd give all I have, honey, if you could stay like that. Taylor is saying, I haven't been able to stay like that. I had to grow up. I mean, we all do. We, we, we all know this. But here, Taylor is talking to this child, and she's praying for time to slow down, to prolong this unregretful part of life a little longer. Chorus 1. Oh, darling, don't you ever grow up? There's something about the pet name, darling. I think this is a personal preference to me, but I just love it, whether it's used in this context or a romantic context. Something about that as a pet name is very special to me. Don't you ever grow up? Just stay this little. Oh, darling, don't you ever grow up? Don't you ever grow up? It could stay this simple. I won't let nobody hurt you. Won't let no one break your heart. Taylor is promising a different life to this child than the one she has experienced. And when I picture her singing this chorus, I picture a musical, if you will. This is the sweet moment in Act Two, where Taylor is watching her child or a child that is a part of the story of her life, and she sings it as she's watching on. Perhaps she's going about her daily chores or daily routines as she's singing it. That's what I imagine for her. She does not want to invite this child into the reality that is her life yet. And no one will desert you. Now, think about the scene in the anti-hero music video, which was very recently released, where Alter Taylor is giving Taylor lessons. And she writes on the chalkboard, everyone will betray you. Interesting. So here she is trying to promise this child a world where no one deserts you. But she knows 
But as life goes on and as she teaches herself these lessons, this reality is unattainable. And so she ends the chorus with just try to never grow up, never grow up. And we get our first title lyric here. Verse two, you're in the car on the way to the movies and you're mortified your mom's dropping you off. This narrative of being embarrassed of your parents only to then further down the road have it reversed is very relatable to most of us adults. At 14, there's just so much you can't do and you can't wait to move out someday and call your own shots. I think of 14-year-old Taylor before any singles or any albums before moving to Nashville. And these lyrics also take me back to being 14. I was just thinking about this today, about how when I was 14, I literally tried to change myself into what I thought people wanted from me in order to like me. And it took me a long time to return to my true self. I believe I've mostly returned to it. I mean, we all stray every once in a while, but for the most part, I live in the truest form of who I am. And I think back to when I was 14 and wasn't true to that. The song really brings me back to those formative years. But don't make her drop you off around the block. Remember that she's getting older too. This song, it's too full. It's too full of these deep realities. I will get emotional if I spend too much time on it. And don't lose the way that you dance around in your PJs getting ready for school. Taylor is saying, don't lose that childlike innocence. Chorus two starts the same as chorus one. Oh, darling, don't you ever grow up. Don't you ever grow up. Just stay this little. Oh, darling, don't you ever grow up. Don't you ever grow up. It could stay this simple. And then Taylor deviates. No one's ever burned you. Nothing's ever left you scarred. Taylor is saying that this burning and scarring part of life is inevitable. So she is saying to try to delay it as long as possible. And even though you want to, just try to never grow up. This is such a polarizing situation that we all go through. We all wanted to grow up. And yet, once we have grown up, we have all longed for simpler times. It's the curse of humanity, one could say. Next is the bridge. Take pictures in your mind of your childhood room. Taylor uses her love of photography to make it an intangible memory here. Memorize what it sounded like when your dad gets home. Remember the footsteps, remember the words said, and all your little brother's favorite songs. These are all such vivid sensations and moments. I just realized everything I have is someday going to be gone. Now, Taylor turns from speaking to this little one, to this child, to then turning the table inwards to herself. Now she begins talking about herself here. Verse three. So here I am in my new apartment in a big city. They just dropped me off. That first time moving out. It's so isolating. I didn't live alone until I was 26 years old. And I still remember those sensations And I think you still experience them as time goes on. Maybe that's just me. It's so much colder than I thought it would be. 
this is an accurate reality. I, I take this very literally because <laughs> I keep my house cold. That's just a personal preference of mine. But it's like when you move out, you have to all of a sudden be responsible for things like heat and water, all those utilities. And so like, I can just imagine this in a literal sense where it's like, did I even set up my thermostat? Like, did I set up my heating? <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. So I tuck myself in and turn my night light on. We get a throwback to the night light from verse one. And this dark, the darkness is so much darker when you are alone. I very much relate to Taylor in this third verse. Wish I'd never grown up. I wish I'd never grown up. Taylor continues this sentiment. She's both talking to herself and to this child in chorus three. Oh, I don't want to grow up. Wish I'd never grown up. I could still be little. Oh, I don't want to grow up. Wish I'd never grown up. It could still be simple. Taylor is expressing not regret per se, but just longing for simpler times. Oh, darling, don't you ever grow up. Don't you ever grow up to stay this little. Oh, darling, don't you ever grow up. Don't you ever grow up. It could stay this simple. First she talks about herself, then she turns it back outwards. Won't let nobody hurt you. Won't let nobody break your heart. And even though you want to, please try to never grow up. I take this last bit of course three here. Even though she's saying you, your heart, I take it as like Taylor is still speaking to herself, like speaking to like an inner child, if you will permit the therapy terminology here. But she is renewing a promise to herself to maintain that childlike view of the world and to protect herself and guard herself. It feels very personal here. The outro ends much the same way as this final chorus. Oh, don't you ever grow up. Oh, never grow up. Just never grow up. Now, what does this song mean to me? Well, I don't actually listen to this song often. I find it's very specific. It's very niched. If I'm just listening to Taylor generically, which is most of my life, I don't reach for this song. It needs to be specific when I need this song. But when I do listen to it, it is a super meaningful and nostalgic experience. And that is what Never Grow Up means to me. Let's talk Taylor's trends. This is the part of a Swifty snapshot where I highlight different trends that Taylor uses in her lyrics. We have six potential trends to choose from. The weather trend, the colors trend, the calendar trend, the time of day trend, the style trend, and the transport trend. Let's see what trends Taylor used in this song. Okay, let's get into Taylor's trends. Only two this week. First category, the transport trend. Lyric, you're in the car on the way to the movies. Total of one transport trend. And category style trend. Lyric, and don't lose the way that you dance around in your PJs. Getting ready for school. Total of one style trend bringing us to a total of two Taylor's trends. This week's version of Taylor. Join me every week to discuss breaking Taylor news, whether that's spottings, Easter eggs, 
social media presence, or general Taylor news. Let's see what she's been up to recently. Taylor news. So I will be going back a little bit in most recent days because I prolonged talking about anything but the pre-sale experience last week. So on November 14th, the Eras Tour pre-sale codes were sent out in text and email form. On November 15th, that was pre-sale gate, which I covered exclusively last week with Bella. So check it out if you want to hear all my thoughts on all things pre-sale. I had a lot of them. Taylor replied to Dermot Kennedy's anti-hero cover on BBC Radio 1 saying, wow, absolutely love this. Taylor was nominated for four Grammy nominations, All Too Well 10-Minute Version for Song of the Year, All Too Well the Short Film for Best Music Video, I Bet You Think About Me for Best Country Song, and Carolina for Best Visual Media Song. Very happy that Carolina got a nomination. Taylor posted an Instagram story reacting to the pre-sale events and Grammy nominations. It was a picture of Sadie and Dylan from the All Too Well, the short film with the caption over top reading. So many reasons to lose my damn mind today, but All Too Well 10 is the song I'm the most proud of out of anything I've written. The fact that it's nominated for song of the year at the Grammys, an award I've never won, that honors the songwriter. It's momentous and surreal. Just got off the phone with at Liz Rose Media, my co-writer on All Too Well, and reminisced how we started writing together when I was 14. She believed in me then, and we are nominated together now. It's just so cute, I can't cope. I want to ramble about the magic and mystery of time and fate and reclaiming my art, but instead I think I'll go scream for 10 minutes straight and think about how this wouldn't have happened without you. Now, a lot of people read In Between the Lines if Taylor was responding to any of the pre-sale events on this day. I'm undecided whether there were hidden meanings behind it. I wouldn't be surprised if there was because Taylor is the queen of that. But I'm just kind of taking it at face value for the most part. Finally, on November 15th, there was a new photo of Taylor in Jack Antonoff's studio that surfaced. On November 16th, Taylor surpassed 232 million Instagram followers. On November 17th, Taylor released Antihero Elenium Remix. Taylor reached 50 million YouTube subscribers. She was nominated for two categories in the RTHK International Pop Poll Awards. And a new photo of Taylor with Teika Watiti and Rita Ora surfaced. On November 18th, Taylor posted on her Instagram stories regarding the Eras tour. She said, well, it goes without saying that I'm extremely protective of my fans. We've been doing this for decades together, and over the years, I've brought so many elements of my career in-house. I've done this specifically to improve the quality of my fans' experience by doing it myself with my team who care as much about my fans as I do. It's really difficult for me to trust an outside entity with these relationships and loyalties and excruciating for me to just watch mistakes happen with no recourse. There are a multitude of reasons why people had such a hard time trying to get tickets, and I'm trying to figure out how this situation can be improved moving forward. I'm not going to make excuses for anyone because we asked them multiple times if they could handle this kind of demand, and we were assured they could. It's truly amazing that 2.4 million people got tickets 
but it really pisses me off that a lot of them feel like they went through several bear attacks to get them. And to those who didn't get tickets, all I can say is that my hope is to provide more opportunities for us all to get together and sing these songs. Thank you for wanting to be there. You have no idea how much that means. When Taylor posted that, I knew she had our backs. I just knew it. She hadn't said anything for three days, and that's fine. As I said last week when I covered the pre-sale situation, this is a huge undertaking for her to address this. And obviously she is thinking about this very thoroughly and has to make a lot of decisions about it. And this statement that she released, it meant so much to me and I know it meant so much to the fandom. On November 20th, Taylor attended the Directors Guild of America. It was a screening of All Too Well, the short film, followed by a discussion panel where Taylor was interviewed by Laura Dern, and then she took pictures with fans. Taylor then attended the AMAs, wearing a gold-coined sparkly jumpsuit with gold sword earrings. It kind of reminded me of the jumpsuit version of the dress she wore to the TIFF earlier in the year. Taylor won six awards at the AMAs, Favorite Female Pop Artist, Red Taylor's Version Favorite Country Album, Favorite Female Country Artist, Red Taylor's Version Favorite Pop Album, All Too Well the Short Film, Favorite Music Video, and finally, Artist of the Year. She literally swept the awards. On November 21st, Taylor was nominated for eight categories at the Pop Hub Awards. On November 22nd, Taylor was nominated for two categories at the Premios Musa. Taylor released Christmas Tree Farm, old-timey version. And finally, on November 23rd, Taylor released the Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club merch line on her store. That's all for this week's version of Taylor, Never Grow Up, and the 50th episode of A Swifty Snapshot. I feel so proud to have arrived at this milestone. Next week, I will be covering Enchanted, and then in two weeks, it will be this podcast one-year anniversary and Taylor's birthday. You don't want to miss it, so don't forget to follow and subscribe on all the platforms so you don't miss any content or episodes. And on that note, come back, be there. Be there.